Greetings, Dave with Fatterday Omaha here. And on this week's episode, TJ, Sam, and I went to the Omaha Food Lovers Vacation in the Village. This event was held at the Interrail Food Hall and also outdoors at Exarban Village on June 26th. Local food and art vendors from the area were there to share their goods with the attendees. Sam and I will give you an overview of the many different places we tried within the Interrail, while TJ and I did a live recording at the event outside at Exarban Village and interviewed OFL founder Stacy Winters as well. While the event is over, the flavor remains, and you can still get these goodies from our local businesses. Thanks for traveling with us. Get your favorite note-taking app ready, or some pen and paper, because there's some spots you'll want to check out. Extra thanks to TJ for bringing the storage ottomans. Why? Well, hang on for a moment, and you'll find out shortly. Keep listening if you're hungry. Saturday Omaha. Eat this. Wait, wait. Stop the theme song. Hey, quick announcement for our restaurant and bar industry listeners. Saturday and Filmstreams Omaha are partnering for the release of Roadrunner, a film about Anthony Bourdain. On Sunday, July 18th, all restaurant and bar industry staff can get a special price of $5 a ticket. Just let them know that you work in the industry when you buy your ticket at the box office. That is all. Thanks and enjoy the show. Oh, hey, TJ. Hey, Dave. Uh, welcome to the Omaha Food Lovers Vacation in the Village. Uh, how you doing? I'm doing well. We're, uh, we're sitting here on what, uh, depending on your personal definition of nice day, yes. is a pretty darn nice day. Uh, it is a little bit breezy. It is overcast. For some, perhaps slightly chilly. But I am sitting here in my short sleeve shirt with a gentle breeze caressing my bald noggin. <laughs> Generally enjoying myself as the uh, live band wafts across the way and echoes off the uh, towering walls of the inner rail food hall to create a sort of haunting melodic sound. You know, what's kind of interesting, Tej, is um, I have to say today, uh, yet again, uh, you have innovated in a completely unexpected way uh, today so that we can record because the wind is kind of crazy, so crazy that while you had stepped away a minute ago, uh, your Culprit Cafe Latte, which is a a great, I I was going to say segue, it's not a segue, but that's kind of the uh, vowel sound I wanted to get in there, uh, actually blew clean off the table uh, and I had to pick it up and save it for you. Well, it is a segue into talking about... uh types of food, which uh, we will get to, I I believe, to some extent, though I do want to cover as much of the event to that extent, uh, (laughs) that I may. So, uh, segue might be appropriate. I believe that term is in play. Oh my, there it was. And and the thing is, is, uh, you know, we had a, a professional photographer uh, come by, was was taking some pictures earlier. Um, he said he would stop back. I, I hope he does. Maybe we could talk to him for a little bit. But uh, he... Uh, he thought the uh, thing sitting on top of the uh, table, uh, and it cl- as well as uh, author uh, Grant Triplett, who stopped by, uh, thought they were speakers. Uh, they're not. Uh, TJ, you and I are actually talking into Ottomans right now. That is correct. Uh, our miniature empire of Ottomans, as one I don't know what you would call that, has uh, been fully deployed <laughs> that we may be sheltered from the wind as best we can. So hopefully it doesn't sound too much like we're talking into a tube or in fact 
talking into storage ottomans, which we are. But uh, yes, I'm, I'm hoping this will yield a good, uh, good audio balance and has been a good uh, improvisation on, uh, on our part in terms of setup. And yet again, defying the elements to bring you all the news that's fit to consume. Can we safely say we are the first ones to be recording at Exarban Village on 67th Street in Omaha here into storage ottomans? Very probably, yes. Excellent. And, and that is where we are. So the Omaha Food Lovers uh, group... Uh, helmed by Stacy Winters, uh, put together this event, the vacation in the village, Exarban Village, being the village in question, and we uh, we got a hold of a Stacy, and and they they gave us a spot. Um, in fact, uh, Matt, the uh, the I think he's like the inner rail director. Um, you know, we were kind of talking to him about where to set up, and he's just like. Just tell them you're fatter day and, and just wherever you want. <laughs> it was like, well, well, that's cool. So we went for 60. We are like literally on 67th Street. It's been closed off. So we actually have a spot here on 67th Street. Uh, we are really close to Herb Saint, uh, home of the Lage Waffle, which TJ has not had yet. It's Man. delicious. Um, but yeah, we're, we're sitting um, in the kind of the vendor row. Uh, we have lots of good stuff here. We've got Yuvi's Bake Shop. We've got Master's Hand and the famous uh, cinnamon rolls. We have Sweet Ash Max, uh, all sorts of stuff. And I also today got my first uh, Michela Agua, and I'm sure I pronounced that completely wrong. My apologies um, to the vendor uh, <laughs> for that. And then uh, there's a band kind of up the way and uh, merchandise vendors. You can even get yourself your very own charcuterie board uh, for, for that. And then you can stop over at uh, Central Nebraska Buffalo, pick up some summer sausage, and you could put that together you know, later on for a, uh, a spread on a charcuterie board. Yeah, I'm not going to lie. I'm trying to be as frugal as possible, but there are some neat charcuterie. Char char charcuterie. Charcuterie. There's some really good boards, Dave. They're nice-looking boards. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And then, of course, there is the Inner Rail Food Hall, which is kind of where we actually started our mission today. We arrived around 11 o'clock, um, as documented, prime Saturday time, which is when the festival opened up here, the vacation in the village. Uh, and we checked in, got our, there's, you got a bag with some koozies in it and some coupons and stuff, uh, and uh, some tokens. And your little paper tokens you could use to go to the different vendors, either out here on Vendor Row on 67th Street uh, to get various things, or use them within the Inner Rail Food Hall itself. So that's that's kind of how it began. Sam met us there. Uh, Sam is not here with us on 67th Street, but I do believe uh, he and I will be talking later. Uh, I think TJ just caught a waft of like a burger. Yeah, there's there's something beefy happening. Uh, we are fairly close to DJ's dugout, so there's a possibility there. It it is safe to say, TJ, that we collectively ate a lot of food, and I I have additional food sitting here. Um, I actually kind of wanted to to go through my bag of surprises real quick of things that I that I haven't eaten yet, but but that I'm looking at, if if that makes sense. I, I believe that's worthwhile. Yeah, let us let us okay. highlight as many uh, as many vendors as we have the ability and mental capacity so to do. Well, let, let's do this. Uh, TJ, you had the fat stack of cash today, so you help me out. I've been wanting to try Master's Hand cinnamon rolls for 
quite a long time. Uh, it's a very popular item showing up on the Omaha Food Lovers group. Well, in my hand, I hold the master's hand cinnamon roll. You brought me a nice three stack of these things. They are sufficiently iced, um, and I really like kind of the, the thin spiral layers of dough that I see here. Now, apparently you've had these before. I, I have not, um, and uh, they are actually from Tecama, Nebraska. Indeed, they are a, a lighter, somewhat more open crumb, but still sufficiently rich type cinnamon roll. Um, if there is a cinnamon roll plateau to be had, I would say they are on it. There is only one that I am certain I like better, and that is Grandma's cinnamon roll, so I don't think that's a real competition. I might be slightly biased. Uh, they are definitely a fine cinnamon roll, and I am somewhat excited for you to try them. That's awesome. So, yeah, I will be uh, dining on these later. We'll get some uh, pictures up on the social media. Uh, sure. I'll, so, apparently, we're on Vendor Row, so I'm going to plug us. Um, you know, check us out on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, and stuff, and there'll be pictures of this stuff out there. Okay. I, I am now going to get the the bag of surprises that I that I purchased over here uh, and, and start revealing what I have, and we'll talk about some of the, the vendors here. Um, as you uh, reach for that bag of uh, various purchase surprises, can we get an official, ah, yes, a live bag rustle here there it was. on Saturday, Omaha. <laughs> and no I, effects, no stock sounds, real bag rustle that's, that's for all right. of our listeners. Yes, this is uh, as real as the, the Foley work gets, live and on 67th Street. Um, I have to sh give a shout-out to, to not only Omaha Fatty, Danelle, uh, but Yuvi's Bake Shop. So Danelle, when we were at Taste of Omaha, mentioned that Yuvi's Bake Shop has cookie cups. And Yuvi's Bake Shop is down here. I actually got to meet Yuvi today. Uh, Stacy Winters introduced me uh, to her. She's awesome. She's running a good shop over there. And uh, I have to give her extra thanks because she gave me a bag, TJ. I had a bunch of stuff. She recognized that I had stopped at other vendors before Yuvi's Bake Shop. And she's like, do you need a bag? And I was like, yes, I would be very, very thankful for a bag to put some stuff in. So I, I have a nice red UV's Bake Shop bag with her logo on it, which is a cookie with a bite out of it. I think that's very appropriate. Um, so let's let's dig into the bag. So the bag is by UV's Bake Shop. Uh, stop by and get your bag. Okay, here we go. So uh, the first item uh, on the top here, uh, ooh, ooh, nice drum roll, is... A caramel pecan brownie. TJ, I will show this caramel pecan brownie to you. Oh, the so brownies are are, are kind of brownies, but uh, that's a brownie with a beautiful caramel sauce and uh, pecan yes. pieces and halves on it. That that is a very attractive uh, caramel brownie that it, you have. It there. is. It is. This brownie is from Crumb Cakes Bakery. Uh, you can find them at the Vacation in the Village uh, right now until 7 o'clock. Um, unfortunately, you'll probably be listening to this broadcast a little bit later. So you can uh, get a hold of them. And I do believe they actually deliver. Um, let's see here. Do I still have their business card? I bet I do around here somewhere, but but check them out. Oh, there are some bicyclists that just came back behind us. Um, but you can also purchase their goods at uh, Best Burger. Uh, we talked to Universal a while back, uh, Best Burger in the Highlander Accelerator area off of North 30th Street. Uh, you can get their goods there. Unfortunately, I missed out on the cake jars. They're supposed they have jars of cake but they sold out. I wasn't fast enough, TJ. That is one of the most fatter day things I have ever heard in my yes. entire life, Dave. I'm just going to say it again. Cake jars. Cake 
jars. Okay, so reaching into the uh, UVs uh, portable bag of goodness here. Uh, here we go. Next item is actually from UV's Bake Shop. Uh, this is an adorable little cinnamon roll. Look at this guy. That is, that is very attractive. It uh, appears to be uniced, which is actually one of my favorite ways to have a cinnamon roll. Uh, very kind of tight uh, rolls of yes. dough there. And the cinnamon filling is very much in evidence. Oh, like, yeah. it, it asserts itself visually. Yes. I, I am very curious. I may have to go get me one of these uh, once we have finished this podcast. Well, in, in talking to Yuvi as well, I need to let you know that uh, she and her shop now have some vegan options as well. They are just kind of stepping into that arena. So that's a new thing that Yuvi is um, offering. So I want to want to give a give a shout out to uh, or not a shout out. I want I want to let the people know because, well, she and her shop let me know. So now, you know. Hello. So let us go back into the the grab bag of goodness here, and let us let us pull out. Ah, uh, yes. Teach. I'm gonna I'm gonna open this box up here, and and this is a, a live unboxing on Saturday Omaha at Vacation Village. Uh, TJ, we have some macarons. Macarons. Not to be confused with macaroons. They are macarons. They are macarons. And these macarons. And I'm going to say it for you now. Get ready. These macarons are from Sweet Ash Max. Oh, those are indeed some Sweet Ash Max. At least they look to be. Indeed. I have a Fruity Pebbles macaron, which is a beautiful pink color with one of my favorite cereals, Fruity Pebbles, uh, attached and sconced on the outside. And if I pick this little guy up, uh, there's actually Fruity Pebbles in the layers of the macaron filling. So that's kind of cool. And then I also got a strawberry one. And the strawberry one, Tej, I think is decorated very, very nicely. It has a nice white uh, icing cross on it with some like strawberry, it looks like dried strawberry maybe uh, in, in the middle there. Yeah, crumbled in such a way that it kind of looks like rose petals over a cross. It's very, oh. very artistic, very pretty looking macaron. The, uh, the other has its own appeal in that if you've ever had a unicorn latte, it looks suspiciously like that. It's it's very unicorn-esque, the, uh, the Fruity Pebble uh, macaron. And, you know, I really like the box that these things are in. I, I'm not going to get into a container, you know, packaging too much. But it has a small macaron window, so you can peek at your macarons if you just want a visual bite. And quite honestly, macarons are, you know, a few bites worth of something, and they're supposed to be a wonderful sort of pillowy, sweet experience. There, there's a lot to the macaron that isn't just chowing down on something. So I like the idea of being able to anticipate the macaron experience. And you know what else I have from Sweet Ash Max, which I, I have to be careful because depending on how you say that, it, it may come out unintentionally. Uh, oh, like Swedish Max? Yeah, exactly like that. That's precisely what I was thinking Yes. <laughs> um, I, and actually, I didn't know about Sweet Ash Max beforehand, so I saw it on the menu list when we got our goodie bags uh, from getting our ticket, uh, our tokens. Uh, There's a map, and it was on there, and I think Stacy uh, had posted in Omaha Food Lovers had posted that in there. And I, I actually thought it might be a macaroni and cheese place, but this makes more sense because it's sweet, and, and macarons are, are, are sweet, so that, that makes more sense. Um, going back into the grab bag, uh, they actually added in two additional macarons. Now, I have what looks to be possibly a caramel chocolate a macaron. 
with a little pecan on the outside, maybe a turtle macaron. Oh, hello! We we have our team from Canara over here. Hello. Do 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 you want to talk into the microphone today? You don't have to. No, I see a head nod. That's okay. That's okay. Uh, Canara. Oh, oh my goodness! I got I got a little hand wave. Oh, this is awesome. The Canara crew is here. So Ashish is not here. He is he is busy. Um, but we got the rest of the family here, so this is a good thing. This is a good thing. So, yeah, we were just talking about, uh, we got these um, macarons from uh, Sweet Ash Max over there. So we were we were talking about those guys. So, yeah. So I, I think, TJ, I think this one's a, a probably a pecan or like a turtle macaron. I think I, I think you are correct in turtle macaron. <laughs> um, that That is a large pecan on that macaron. The, uh, the sheer size of the thing definitely... Assert there's almost as much pecan as macaron. But the pronunciation is just going to die. <laughs> it, completely become a, a singular guttural noise by the time we're done with this. <laughs> it's, it's <laughs> if if you are uh, French or speak French, we are uh, so we're sorry. So sorry, right now we are so sorry. Although, so what about this macaron you got? Y yes, uh, I got another surprise macaron. I don't know what it is. I want to tell you it might have a a coffee bean. Possibly with a chocolate belt around it, attaching it to the side of the actually coffee bean makes it look sense because it's kind of it might be dusted in either cocoa powder or coffee. That might be some sort of mocha macaron or like a latte macaron or some you know some sort of coffee espresso macaron. That's awesome. So yeah, so th that was a that was kind of a surprise deal here. Um, let's see here, Teach. What else do we got in that bag? Well, it looks like we have a singular item, but it is it is a sizable item. Ah, I'm, I know I'm what seeing, that is. I'm seeing cupular objects. Yes, inside this. of this windowed conveyance. Yes, uh, in fact, uh, this is indeed the item I went to UVs for and contained in the bag. These are the UVs cookie cups. Look at those suckers, Tej. They are a, a bigger than a shot glass uh, height, um, but probably uh, with the chocolate inside coating to protect it from liquid, I would say a good shot on the inside. Um, UV and and uh, her co-worker there were asking what I was going to put in them, and I'm like, I, I don't know. I, I kind of just want to eat the cookie cups. Yeah, it's a nice uh, textural form factor in theory. However, I will point out there is a cookie outside with a chocolate coating inside. Yes. I would think some sort of uh, high-quality orange liqueur, perhaps. Although oh, in that quantity that. would be quite a lot. They're, they're not... Uh, they're not entirely shot glass size. They're they're a fairly generous uh, cookie cup. Definitely, if you just wanted it to be milk with your cookie cup, it would be sufficiently sized. The uh, the inner uh, inner area, inner volume, inner volume. The inner volume would be sufficient to hold enough milk to enjoy with that quantity of cookie. But certainly some sort of orange device to go with the chocolate with the cookie on the outside would uh, would test my pancreas, but please my palate. <laughs> that, 
That's awesome. Well, so when I was talking to him, I, I didn't even think about orange liqueur. So they had suggested, of course, the you know the obvious milk, uh, possibly a, some Frampton approved heavy cream. They did not suggest that. They they were thinking milk, but uh, Bailey's or a small scoop of ice cream. And I think any of those things would be delicious. Yes, in here. I, I believe you have uh, come up with the proper. The milk is a, a somewhat of a difficult proposition because you are going to eat the cup out from under it. So you must drink <laughs> the milk in, in the correct quantity and then take a bite out of the cup. The orange liqueur would be the, uh, the more adult uh, way of doing things, oh, but yeah. also another liquid. The ice cream, I think, for the form factor is the perfect non-alcoholic option, and I think the one that I would personally go with. I think, though, if you did fill it up with milk... And you were outside, and you just felt like you wanted to be one with nature, and you felt that, you know, you didn't care who was looking on your food. I think you just go over the top of this cup and just, and you might get milk and cookie everywhere. Um, you'd make a huge mess, but you worry about that later. I think you would have a big smile on your face. It's sort of the uh, the cookie equivalent of that sort of summer watermelon childlike joy there. Yes, yes, or the childlike joy of Cookie Monster. Well, that too. <laughs> now, Tej, um, so that that is the bottom of the uh, or, or the the uh, all the contents of the UV's bake shop bag of, of goodness here, where I, I stacked a bunch of stuff. But you also got some macarons too. Where did those come from? I did indeed. So, uh, as uh, faithful podcast listeners will probably know, since I think we've mentioned it enough times. TJ cannot exist, let alone podcast, without coffee. So I did stop into uh, Culprit as part of the Interrail Food Hall and grab us a couple of coffee beverages. And there, staring me in the face, were some orange sherbet macarons. Macarons. And I will say, uh, I have actually had a couple of these so far and will probably have the other two. Um, they are not as light as I was expecting. They're sort of a wonderful... Slightly chewy, they are airy, um, almost fudge-like contrivance that I have been thoroughly enjoying for the uh, the past few minutes. Well, I, I have to thank you for bringing me, uh, I believe it's called the Tower of Power from Culprit Cafe, which is inside the Interrail Food Hall, because I, I wanted some afternoon coffee for the podcast here, and uh, I really appreciate you uh, you grabbing this for me. You got yourself that, that latte that we saved. The wind is picking up again here, as is a slight amount of rain, but you know what? Our equipment is shielded by the official Saturday storage Ottomans. I find it somewhat ironic or... or I don't know, coincidental, that you started putting these uh, storage ottomans in the uh, Fatmobile, the the Saturday Omaha minivan, so that we could eat and be comfortable eating uh, with the when the pandemic was going on, and they have proved useful, uh, definitely as of right now. Indeed, yes, yes. Oh my goodness, it's Stacy Winters. Stacy Winters, would you like to talk to a microphone today? I happen to have a spare one. Sure. Let me let me let me unmute you here. Hold on. Um, there you go. Uh, please step over to the guest microphone. I know it might be a little short for you. The The reason that it is shorter is to shield it from the wind. It is very windy out here today. Well, all right. It is very windy. It's a little bit overcast, a little bit of sprinkles now, but we've had about at least four hours of good, pretty good weather. We have indeed. 
we have indeed. Oh, oh, look, TJ is offering a chair so that Stacy doesn't. Chair, darn it. But see, the thing is, you may, you may not know this about Stacy, but you know, you know, the fact that he does work out often. So I might have been helping him with some like calf or or, or you know some type of exercise. Squats, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Let me let me fix your mic for you. Hold on, just a second. How's that? Is that a little Perfect. better? Perfect. Thank you. Okay. All right. Sounds good. So the the nice part is we have we have editing. So this is a beautiful thing. <laughs> your your levels are good. So so we're good. So Stacy, you you were saying we we've had some good weather today. Um, I was expecting a lot of heat, and and we actually got overcast and overcast wind. In like low seventies. Um, yeah, the wind's probably about the worst thing. It's at this point, but. You know the inner rail has some uh, covered areas, and it's nice. It's nice over there. So a lot of it's pretty packed inside the inner rail. Oh, I bet, I bet, yeah. And the uh, I think the the wind is sufficient, um, but uh, I didn't see anybody's tent blow over or anything, so <laughs> yeah. it's not quite yeah. like that. Not so, like that. No, no. So uh, what what did you did now? I see you have tokens in your hand, but what did what did you, Stacy Winters, eat today? So I did try the Sofra Crepery. I had the ham and cheese crepe, which was really really good. Yeah, I thought pretty good value for one token. Um, yeah, it was it was really good. I actually had never had theirs before, so I, I think I pretty much, I guess, of the original vendors, I tried everybody, but uh, they were the ones I had not tried. So I was really excited nice. to try that one. They're they're doing some legit stuff over there. They, uh, I know they're from Albania. Came here to oh, really? to, to make crepes. Yeah, <laughs> yes, nice. yeah. So uh, I had the ham and cheese, which you know it was a nice savory crepe, um, and the cheese in there was just fantastic. It was great because so because it, it was a mix of like uh, like Swiss and yeah. cream cheese. Yeah, right? it was like a Swiss and yeah, Swiss yeah. and creamy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, and it was good. And the the uh, the crepe itself was was a hair sweet, but not overly yeah, sweet. Yeah, a little bit of sweetness to that. Yep. Man, that that's breakfast. Like, okay, I'll, I'll I'll use McDonald's only for the purpose of comparison. But they have the McGriddle <laughs> uh -huh. with the you know the syrup kind right, of soaked right. in. Right, A little sweet to the bread. Yeah. 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 So you get that kind of sweet savory thing. Yep. Like this is that, but elevated at a yeah. totally non-fast food I love, level. And I also love the fact that it's like a handheld. You know, like you can yeah. eat it. You don't have to like. It's not like knife and fork. You can just pick it up and eat it out of the kind of like almost like a cone. Right, right. So awesome. I enjoyed that, and I tried. You know, I still don't know if it's rogama, rogama, yugama. I'm not sure. However you say it, um, it's delicious. Though. Yeah. So it's the most interesting bread I've ever tried. It, yes. it was like this. It's like different. It's like levels of like I don't even know how to describe it. Nice. Well, is there any uh, any uh, behind the scenes or uh, just anything about organizing the event or anything at all that you'd like to? Yeah. Spouse and get out there. Yeah, yeah, it's it's been interesting. I this has been the first time we've done something like this, and the the folks from uh, Interrail had reached out and wanted to see you know figure out you know partner with uh, the group just because there's you know with the Omaha food lovers um, you know because obviously it's a very captive audience and you know yeah um, and it, yeah I think we had pretty good results. Um, I'm sure there's you know we get done here there'll be a lot of lessons learned if we want to do something like this in the future like. You know, how do you, you know, what, what what things will we do differently? You know, I think that's probably, you know, take that away and, and come back and have it better than ever. Cool deal. Yeah. Cool deal. Well, Stacy, I definitely appreciate you uh, stopping by in the, the guest uh, Fatterday microphone over here. And I'm uh, just uh, thank you for introducing me to a couple people today. And Absolutely. Uh, glad to see you have a smile on your face. But uh, yes. you usually do. So yeah, that's a good yeah thing, exactly. So. All right. Thank awesome. you. Thanks, Stacy. Have a good one. Cool. So. That's that's kind of, you know we talked about all the things we had on 67th Street here vendor row, um, but uh, I think we will close down the live uh, recording out on 67th Street here at Exarban Village, and uh, sign off. And I, I guess maybe I could say back to the studio.
Sam here back at Saturday one. Uh, I'm just waiting for Dave to run over here from Interrail to join me real fast with his podcast. And if you've ever seen that man run, you know he's like the fat wind. Oh, hey, Sam. See? Look at him go. Oh. Hey, Dave. How's it going, man? <sighs> uh, well, we just ate a lot of food at the Interrail food hall. Man. And uh, I'm kind of kind of stuffed. Uh, there was a lot of food eaten. Um, TJ, I, I don't know if it, you know, maybe a vortex, uh, pulled him away. Maybe, maybe his stomach was, was, uh, pulled to the earth by, by gravity. So, so he's not here with me, but the three of us dominated, um, some food today. There was, there was, there was lots of food that was eaten at the inner rail. Four separate places for me, for sure. Yes, uh, four separate places for for myself uh, as well. Uh, there were some you know dessert things that that happened uh, while TJ and I were recording uh, live on Sixty uh, Seventh Street. We uh, that might be the first time I, we've ever recorded an episode, you know, in the middle of the street. That that, that was kind of cool. Um, and it, we did have the Ottoman Empire. Um, that's that's a whole other story. But uh, let's just say that the wind was uh, a fierce. However, what was also fierce was all the food that we put on the table before us, the uh, the tokens that we got. So the the tickets uh, for this event, the uh, Omaha Food Lovers Vacation in the Village, were thirty bucks, and you got four paper tokens uh, that you could use either at the vendors outside or the Interrail Food Hall inside. And a dollar of your ticket purchase also went to the food bank. So that that's kind of fun. And Sam. You had the great idea of like, you know, let's use these tokens inside the inner rail to get the biggest meal for the buck for our Saturday mission. Well, sure, but I don't know what happened outside. I was it was just too windy to be out there in my opinion, as you can tell. <laughs> I just wanted to uh eat inside more than anything. That's fair. And plus I had my eye on a certain thing mm. that I've had before. Oh. So I was really, really interested in visiting that thing again. Aha, aha. Do, do there was want... a method behind the madness. Well, I, I think your method was was correct. And in fact, I know it was correct. Um, the Interrail Food Hall has lots of options there. And all of them, you know, we were talking about the, the switch in Blackstone, how it's a food hall, but it's not like mall food. Like these are upper end like type places not not like fine dining but um there's no mcdonald's or burger king or subway here i'm becoming a fan of food halls <laughs> you know you, <laughs> like it's the new wave for me like if everything could be a food hall where i can pick seven eight different things <laughs> that are all restaurant quality mm. hell yeah well what's kind of interesting is there there were some prior Saturday episodes where you know we would go eat somewhere and then drive somewhere and eat something else or whatever. And this shoots that all right in the foot, bud. It really does. I mean, you can you can kill more than two birds with one stone. You can get like a whole turducken, like, you know, there's all those things. A flock, if you would. Yes, yes. Kill a flock with a stone. Yes. And so we, we did so. Um, but yeah, it's, it's a nice dining environment, lots of tables. Uh, you know, of course, we're still thinking about the uh, sanitization type things. There's hand sanitizer everywhere. What would you like yeah. to start with, buddy? Because, you know, the, the folks listening to this episode have listened to me talk outside for a long time. And, and 
I think they need to hear your dulcet tones. Well, I happen to have a timeline of food, and we're just going to go right down that timeline. Um, whether we round robin this or not, I don't know what we're going to do. But <clears throat> so they give you these, not paper. They are definitely a cardboard or a quote unquote wooden nickel icon coin thing that you take to the counter and they have a pre-designated meal and or meals to choose from that you can swap this wooden nickel for. Um, now, I understand that these wooden nickels are designed to get a taste or therefore a sampling of what the restaurant is about. So your choices are kind of limited on what you could swap those nickels for. But be rest assured that the menus are bigger and more diverse than what we have at this eating juncture. Yes. If you will. Yes. Agreed. Um, so my first stop, since we've been there once before and we this have. had my uh, curiosity peaked when we went there the one time prior together, uh, the crepery, which was called uh, Sofra. Thank you. Sofra. Sofra, not Sofa. That's the, yes. Sofra. S-O-F-R-A. So they gave you two options for your wooden nickel. They gave you a ham and cheese crepe mm. or a Nutella crepe. Ooh. Now, Nutella. America, I am over the, the notion, the fun anecdote, the asterisks in your, let's put some Nutella on it to make it fun. <laughs> I'm over that point in my life. Have been for quite some time. So I'm like, eh, Nutella, not, not that interested. Ham and cheese crepe, on the other hand, interesting. Hmm. So I went that route, and um, they give you a pager, a neat little small rectangular pager, not those circle coaster jams your normal uh, places give you for when they're paging you. But uh, about uh, 10 minutes later, I, I got a buzz on my thing for my crepe and <laughs> ran back up there, swapped my goods, got my crepe, Sat down and it comes in cone shape. Mm. Now, I'm sure that's folded over a few times because a crepe is flat and then folded over with goodies on the inside. So it was folded, folded, and then folded. So that's fine. That's fine. It's, it's, it's actually makes it for a delicious fluff cone, if you will. <laughs> and not, not quite an ice cream cone, you know, not quite a waffle cone, but a nice fluffy, delicious cone. So uh, I, I, se- I separated apart and I look in there and I'm like, there, there's ham in there. There's cheese in there. I'm about to eat a ham and cheese crepe. Now, there are various cheeses in there. Do I remember what those were? No. You do. They were my... Swiss and cream cheese. Swiss and cream cheese? Yes. That, that explains everything. Because I got one. Uh, I appreciate that. So uh, I, I bite into this puff cone. And uh, first off, their uh, crepery, their crepes are the business yes fluffy soft spongy with a hint of crisp just a hint to Mm. let you know that it cooked just right Mm. on the inside i think it was a perfect amount of ham Mm -hmm. and thank whatever food god you may believe in i came across no fatty pieces of ham because that would have been my kryptonite oh that's right i threw i didn't think about that your aversion to ham yes Hmm. <laughs> Sam's ham. Um, Sam's ham. Uh, Sam is not a fan of ham, but Sam is a fan of ham if there's no fat in it. Fair enough. So it's a dichotomy, if you will, because there's <laughs> always 
fat and ham. They always come across that fat portion, and then my whole meal is just ruined. So I took the gamble. The gamble paid off. Nice. I got a very lean slice of ham, a adequate amount to combat the cheese, to combat the fluff cone. Mm. I really don't want to eat ham and cheese any other way anymore. Nice. This is the best delivery device of ham and cheese, quote, unquote, in the air sandwich that I've ever had. Yes. Um, it was creamy. It was cheesy. It was hammy. It was fluffy. A touch crisp. I couldn't have been happier with it. Sam, I am with you. I made that same uh, choice. I was like, eh, Nutella, and, oh, okay, but I'm like, hmm, ham and cheese, and not only that, it's got two cheeses on it, and that uh, that fluff cone fold that you're talking about there, I liked it because, uh, and, and you can see this on our social, the, the I ended up with like two layers of ham and cheese, and then like four of crepe, and so that multi kind of faceted thing happened. And the the crepe itself has just a touch of sweet. Um, yep. This is like elevated. It's just a hint of sweet in the crepe. And then you get the cheeses and the ham all together. And I really like this. This thing was a quality delivery device and just delicious and expertly prepared. I thought it was great. Yeah, 100%. Um, after, after we ate all our dishes, I, I did feel I needed to reward myself with, with a sweet treat. <laughs> so I went to the counter and I said to the crepery lady, I said, crepery lady, tell me which one is your favorite. And she told me, well, out of all of them, I, I really enjoy the PB and J one. She goes, but the real popular one seems to be the s'mores one. Mm. So by processes of elimination, yeah, I'm not getting her favorite. I'm not getting the most popular and I'm over Nutella. So the last choice on the menu was the white chocolate. Of course. So I got the white chocolate. <clears throat> the white chocolate had white chocolate, strawberries, and I believe a hint of cinnamon. Mm. Um, yes, more. I love it. It's the best crepe. I dessert. Well, I don't know if it's a dessert crepe because every time I've ever eaten crepes besides the hot ham and cheese one, they've always been, a fruit, a sugary, a something or other that's sure. dessert-esque whenever I ate one. Apples, you know. So I want to say, for this being the standard uh, crepe, it was by far the most delicious standard crepe with the white chocolate, the strawberry, the hint of cinnamon, good gravy. Same, and that was, I was like, maybe I got a really good crepe and they just happened to get this one on point. Nope. Second crepe that I had, <laughs> just as well-prepared, just as soft, just as spongy, just as hot, and just a little crispy. I that's that is a beautiful thing. I didn't get to hear much about the uh, the second one there, so I'm glad I got to hear about it now. So yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm with you, man. Quality choice on both of our parts. What what is next on the inner rail track as you're traveling? Um, so I believe after that in my timeline, I went to Momo. Yo, Momo. Uh, there is a you get. Four total with your token. And then you also get this thing that I'm going to talk about last. The Alu um, you get Shop. Oh, so you know what it is. I do. A-L-O-O space Chop. It is basically a small potato pancake or potato round. We'll talk about that. Okay. Um, <laughs> the the two momos I got, you get a, a two chicken, two pork. Um, and as you said, they are very much dumpling-like. Uh, unlike... Chinese dumplings, which are pretty much the only other 
savory dumpling I'm used to. Um, they come steamer fried, right? Okay, so correct. this is this is a this is a fried dumpling. Now the problem, anytime I have a Chinese dumpling, I am getting almost fortune cookie crisp thickness on my fried dumpling, which eh, sometimes in the mood for, sometimes not. Fair enough. The trick here with Momo, it's a light crisp of a shell. Mm-hmm. It's very soft, crispy, and thin. So that allows the actual dough flavor of the the uh, fried shell to come through. It also balances more better with the meat and seasoning that's in the inside of the Momo, which I really enjoyed. It felt like I was eating just like the upper echelon. Um, so both, all four Momos, delicious. Chicken was soft, tender, juicy. The pork, same way. The thing that really grabbed my interest was this thing that you called the Alu Chop. I was taken aback by this. This was surprising. Oh. Both me and my wife were absolutely floored by this little deep fried wheel of mashed potatoes. Well, potato goodness, yeah. It is not a pancake by any means. It's probably a quarter inch to a half inch thick filled of t- soft, soft taties. Yes, yes, tady, tady patties. Yes, it <laughs> is. It is just, what's the best way to put it? It's a deep fried tady patty. Yes. And I loved it. I, I, you, I can't. Who hates Tades in any form? True. Nobody. That's right. So this was just another new form to explore, to enjoy the celebrated starch that is a Tade. <laughs> the celebrated, <laughs> the potato board is calling us now. Potato, the celebrated starch. It's just good mashed potatoes deep fried. I, I can't even put it in any simpler form. It was really good. I have to say, so I did not eat there today because of what I'll talk about later. Um, well, I'll just tell you now. The line was crazy when I went over there. Since I stopped at a place right next to Kathmandu Momo Station, uh, Culprit Cafe, uh, let me talk about that real quick. If we can, can, can I take the train? Can I take a siding over there real quick? Yeah, I'm done talking about the Momo. Okay, sweet. So uh, I was going to go to Kathmandu Momo, but uh, like I said, the line was super long. So I diverted. I, I went to Culprit Cafe. And there's a few locations around uh, Omaha. Uh, shout out to uh, Brady Hess of uh, Behind the Menu and uh, Restaurant Tales, as he is the bar manager, I believe, at the Midtown Culprit. Cafe. Um, but this is the Interrail one. And their special was a cheese sandwich and chips and like a berry compote. And the thing with Culprit Cafe is uh, you can get their bread. So when you get a sandwich from there, it's like their sourdough bread or their French bread or whatever. So this was their sourdough bread and not just a craft single on your sandwich, not just some Velveeta, but they had Swiss, American, and Gruyere cheese on this cheese sandwich. Pro moves. Man. So they're making it back there. They made it up fresh. Three cheeses on their bread, expertly cooked. I mean, just the right, uh, I think Alton Brown says GBD, golden brown and delicious. Uh, that's <laughs> it, it, was, it was GBD all over the place. Um, the chips were chips, you know, some Lay's. They don't make their own potato chips, so, okay. Uh, but I this, was just going to ask. <laughs> if they had made their own potato chips, that would have taken that to a whole new level. But, uh, no, the, the, the sandwich was perfectly cooked, um, perfectly crisp, nice and melty, absolutely delicious. So, thumbs up on, uh, on that sandwich for sure. So, Sam. Well, the problem is, Dave, <clears throat> I went to the creperie twice, <laughs> and then I went to... Rugamo, oh, twice. Yeah. 
twice by proxy. Yes. Not that I actually went there twice. Huh. Well, actually, technically, it should be the third time because when we first went there, yeah. Rugamo is where we went first. Yes, because we, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, because we, we actually did a dedicated, uh, Saturday to the, to the Rogamo and Bobo, uh, Bobo, wow, to the Rogamo and Boba, uh, place. And then, so you hit them up again. Yeah, because this sandwich is a life changer, in my opinion. Mm. Dave wooed me with the preface of, hey, Sam. I'm like, yeah, Dave. <laughs> I know you're the burger boss, right? I opened up my jacket, flashed my badge. You know this is true. There it Put is. Put it back in there. Uh-huh. He said, okay. So there was a, a place a long time ago that uh, me and Dave have had our sights on. I'm not going to tell you the full story, but it was called China B. Mm. And just so you know, the B stands for good food. Good food. Yeah, no question. Don't even, yeah, don't worry about it. Just accept it. Just, B stands for good food. Yes, let it sink into your soul. So he knocks on my door with Rugamo and says, Sam, Sam, how would you like to have a Chinese burger? Mm, Chinese burger. I said, excuse me? What? Yeah, the Chinese version of a hamburger. I am intrigued. Let's ride. <laughs> so we hop in the Fatmobile. Uh, you know. At my stomach as I'm going down the street. <clears throat> we get out, we get in, we go. Kind of giving you a story of both the first and second time, but it was magical the first time. It was magical the second time. Mm. It was magical the third time by proxy. Mm. So this sandwich, I said, fine last of purveyors of these delicious sandwiches. Yes. I would like, they come in three different versions. They have a, a chicken, a beef. A pork, and don't they have a veggie off a tofu one as well? I think that I'm gonna go for yes on that. I think they do. So I said I will take the beef because you know we're here for the burger. We're not here for the chicken patty. We're not here for the carnitas. We're not here for the tofu. We're here for the burger. So she uh, takes my order, makes it happen, and I'm excited. I'm so excited because we're the, like the first people there. No one else is there. I don't see anybody else with a sandwich. I'm like, I wonder what this is going to look like. Is this burger holder going to be crazy? Is this going to have lettuce on it, tomato? I don't know nothing about a Chinese burger. So my my sandwich is ready, and I look at it, and I said, what are these pancakes on top? What mm. the heck is going on? Yeah. And then there's, like, chipped beef inside my sandwich. It isn't actual burger. Yeah, it's not a patty. It's, like, chopped chopped pieces. I Hunks, I think you once said. Hunks <laughs> is a good way to put it. So I get this, and I look at it, and... The bun is, is is circling off on parts. I take a piece of the bun off, an entire loop of bun comes off. Yes. Think like the discs of Tron. Yeah. And they throw it at the, the highlight thing, and they throw it at the floor, and the ring disappears. You know what those were? Kind of what happened with kind of what happened with my sandwich. They, they were burger halos. Exactly. Yeah, <laughs> burger. Hey, that's that's a perfect way to put it. So I'm like, well, this is interesting. And I and I pick up the crumb that fell off in this large hoop of bun i guess is the way to put it and yeah. i eat it and it's crunchy i am so perplexed right now so intrigued by this china bee i'm about to eat mm. so i bite into it and it's super crispy on the outside but oh so moist and flavorful on the inside yes. the the bun is a weird i don't know how i'm guessing they have somebody back there making swirls until it flattens out and they cook the bun. They make the bun right there, right in front of you. 
Right. As your food cooks. Right. Because the first time we went, um, she had that ball of dough and she's just like rolling it out fresh, like per sandwich. Yeah. Yep. So then, uh, so you're getting brand new, fresh, quote unquote, burger holders made right in front of you. I don't think, I think that's burger holder diamond. (laughs) Doesn't get better. That's fair. Yes. Burger holder diamond. Because you know what? It did. It was, it, it was a burger holder that kept giving you strength, oomph, <laughs> girth, hardiness, chewiness, and flavor, mm. and protection yes. from your beef at all times, <laughs> 100%. Um, again, it, it's, it's a really neat thing. It's crispy. It's soft. It's doughy. It, kind of, it almost reminded me of ramen at the very beginning. I'm like, why do I have these noodles kind of on my plate after biting into that, my bun. Yeah, because the pieces that break off, they 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 flake off, they fleck off. You you end up with second sandwich, but it's almost like second side because you end yeah. up with like a crunchy, almost noodle-like thing on the plate. Yeah. yeah so, and then let's just move to the beef because that's all that else that's in there is just beef. And that's exciting. Um, the beef has, was, was it a hoisin flavor? Um, could you say? Could be, could be. Um, there was, you know, because there were some. That kind of had a hoisin sauce flavor to it. Um, with a a, a good chopped beef. Now I want to say it's like big chunky hunk of pieces. And I don't want to say it's minced meat. I don't want to say it's it's hamburger meat. It's it's just got nice morsels, nice little hunks to it. It's kind of like almost chopped brisket is a good way to put it. Yeah. Um. But it, it is definitely Asian inspired spices, flavor profiles. I want to say it's it's reminiscence of hoisin sauce, but it's just that beef on that delicious flat pancake crisp noodle thing that I love so much. I love it so much, Dave. My wife couldn't finish hers because <laughs> she also too participated in the four token event, and this was the last thing she ate. So I got a whole nother half sandwich to eat after that. Oh my goodness, man. So I ate my sandwich and a half of one. And I would have gladly eaten probably a whole nother one after that. Because quite frankly, and I, I, I know I've said high remarks on this podcast, but this might be my new favorite sandwich that, I, that Omaha has to offer. Whoa. It's fun to eat. It's delicious. It's unlike anything you've ever had before. And it really puts... Uh, excuse me, rugamo, rugamo, rugamo. However you say it, I'm sorry if I mispronounce it. Yeah, yeah. Just, it really put, <laughs> yeah, it puts them on the map. Like this is a thing you can only get here that I know of, and I will gladly go just here just for that item because it's that dang delicious and that dang interesting. That's that's what's fun is I have now uh, directed us to two food adventures in a row because the other one was the deviled egg. At uh, at dirty ah Bones. yes and that one swung me for a loop. I have con- you, your brain has now been confused and and which Twice. is which is fun. And the fact that you finished both of those things means that you know there's some interesting potential. I think you said you wanted to kind of process that more. Plus they have a lot of other milk yeah. teas to try too. So I stopped over at Nori. Um, I had not been to Nori at the Interrail before, and they had two kind of fun options. They had uh, an orange chicken and egg roll was one option. And this was towards the end of my uh, meal. I had already, I had already had the the crepe, um, and I think I actually had my my other meaty dish, which we'll talk about in a second here. But the other thing they had was a sushi roll, 
and this was a Tokyo roll, and uh, that that was the option available. It's actually a 10.99 roll typically, so uh, my chip in this case was uh, you know pretty well worth it. I think there were eight pieces of this roll. It was a good size roll, um, and I my description is a super California roll with a crispy exterior um, and some good sauce on it. And uh, I, I mean, if you, uh, I'll refer to our social again, please, because this is audio. Uh, it's a nice looking roll, man. It looked really good and it tasted good. It was picturesque. Um, the, the other place that I went to was I went to Maharani and I had stopped at the Maharani booth at a taste of Omaha and I had got their uh, vegetable samosas which were uh, just little nuggets of fried goodness. But today, uh, they had a couple of options, and uh, they, they had two, actually. Uh, I believe one was a meatless option, and I, I kind of wanted a little more meaty goodness. So the other option that was available was the chicken tikka masala, which we have had many places. Um, <laughs> you know, it's kind of the standard thing, but, you know, it's it's a very commonly ordered dish, so I could see if that was going to be your special it probably agrees with a lot of people, and, and they would give you their chip for it. Uh, I thought it was good. I think I got six pieces of chicken, a uh, decent amount of sauce, uh, a good amount of rice to go with it, uh, and and I enjoyed it. Um, so my my notes would say eight good bites of chicken and good rice. Um, and again, I, I had their an appetizer of theirs at Taste of Omaha. So everything I've had from there so far has been a, uh, a quality dish. So it was... It was tasty. I, I to kind of summarize our day, man. I think we had a super fun lunch together. The 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 four of us, myself, yourself, TJ, and your wife. Um, sound like your wife and enjoyed her meal uh, as well. Yep. Um, Correct. So, yeah. So a, a great experience. Um, no no uh, no hunger problems. Quality options is what we got today, all the way around. Um, to me, that would be the hook. The quality. That's. That, it's just you got yes. upper echelon foods. I mean, I, I had uh, B squared there uh, with the wife prior to Interrail, and it's it's solid. It's a solid burger. Nice. So I mean, everything there is quality. You're not getting as we so famously put in the Switch episode. You're not getting Burger King. You're not getting Sabaro, and I'm still mad that you said Sabaro. I'll, I'll still, um, you know, I'm sticking to my KFC, guns, man. DQ stuff like that. This is this is upper echelon food that has no business really being in a food court, but being their own standalone, they yeah. just happen to be in a food court, which is all the better for you, the consumer. That's, that's true. That's true. And, and to, to put the extra stamp on that, you know, Katmandu Momo over in uh, Blackstone, they have a standalone. Noli's has a standalone. So you're getting yeah, a couple of standalones here in this spot. So, so Sam's exactly right. Yeah. Um, and, you know, a uh, big shout out. Thank you to to Stacy Winners of the Omaha Food Lovers for uh, getting us a spot to podcast from. Um, and uh, we talked to Matt, uh, who was one of the uh, the organizers there uh, for helping us, you know, get a spot very quickly because we were, um, you know, I kind of pinged Stacy last minute. I'm like, hey. And, and so, uh, you know, thank you to Matt for getting us a spot to be at. And thank you to the restaurants and staff for for putting up a, an awesome meal. I, I think we. I don't think I know we that was a good fatter day, man. We we you know that's that was good. We excelente. Yes, indeed. So, all right. Uh, with that, then um, from the studio from 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 Fatterday Land, uh, no longer in the field. That's right. In no, the studio. In the studio. Uh, I'm Dave. I'm Sam. And uh, share this with somebody who's hungry, and we'll see you next time. Bye-bye. Bye bye. Bye. Fatterday Omaha. 
Eat This. A Huda Media Production.